0: Welcome back to another episode of Out of Context with uh, your host with the most, Ashley Majestic, and my co-host Adriana, uh, who some of you also prefer him by his government name, Adrian, unlike myself. Um, here at Out of Context, we talk about the weird things such as the nursery rhyme, The Muffin Man, is originated from um, a serial killer that lived in Drury Lane, and he was a baker and he killed 15 children and rival bakers. So, how are you doing
1: today, Adrian? Do you know the Muffin Man? The
0: Muffin Man?
1: The Muffin Man.
0: Yes, I know the Muffin Man.
1: <laughs> See, I don't know the rest of it because I wasn't raised on it. But yes, this is Adrian. And to you, my friends, yes, you are my friends. Happy to speak to all of you again. So, okay, we're going to do something different here because at the on the Out of Context podcast... We're not going to lie to anyone. We're not going to put on airs to anything of the sort. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about that, no, no. let's talk about what happened. Let's really talk about what happened before we go into anything else. <sighs> Ashley, go ahead. Let's let let See, let's you just talk do that.
0: Just point side because you knew it was your fault. So initially, we had a a good, I want to say, ten to fifteen minutes of recording already done, just ready to go. Where it's like the most wonderful incredible storytelling that i could have ever done in my entire life and then out of nowhere i can't hear adrian anymore granted my speaker st- is still connected so is my mic everything is there i checked the status on discord no i lost zero connection but with adrian could not hear him this was also an issue when we first initially joined the voice channel he could hear me I could not hear him and my mic was working so this is clearly his fault he paused it and apparently there's a setting there's a recording that you can only pause it for so long before it just deletes it but who oh, the fudge does that but you know i'm not pointing fingers i so we're not blaming anyone particularly but that's what happened
1: and you really said what the fudge did ashley majestic really say fudge instead of the other f word i mean i figure you're gonna go for far for new again You know, Fart Man or something, but Fudge. I'm getting disappointed in you. I mean, you're you're really slowing down at your old age. Um, So yeah, we had a nice, good 15 minutes recorded. I was telling the best story ever. I mean, I had Barack Obama on the line. We're having a nice, good economical conversation, talking about world peace and and world hunger. You know, Ashley just sat by taking notes, and it was a great, deep conversation. And I guess Ashley tripped over the cord and pulled the plug on it, and we had we lost this historic podcast moments so all your hate mail directly at her so it's okay but we're gonna start it over again i couldn't get obama on the phone so i guess it's only you and i Ashley, doing it all over again
0: you know i'm not losing my touch but you've noticed the trends i don't really say fuck a lot i normally say fuck when i am really more on the mad side it's not my favorite curse word, but I will say it, but it's not a favorite. It's usually one feeling a strong emotion. But other than that, I don't mind. Because I like doing replacement words just because they're funny. So again, it's no uh, secret that I'm a cursor. But saying fuck is more of a heated passion kind of thing and angry, ready to split the world into, or someone telling me that they've never watched Star Wars. Things such as that.
1: Oh, of course, you had to go back to that one. But I look at that as a uh, flavor word enhancer, just like on the old SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob and Patrick are working at the Krusty Krab and they're taking out the trash, and and SpongeBob wipes out the trash can, and it shows a curse word. And, of course, instead of the curse word, you hear a dolphin noise. And SpongeBob is really worried about it, and Patrick goes, no, it's a word enhancer. It's a flavor enhancer. The whole episode, they use that particular curse word or any word you interpret it as but all you hear was a dolphin noise so the word fuck is more or less like a like you know like you know like a word flavorizer like you know it's, it enhances things but but we, we, we digress on with the show
0: word well it's thanksgiving week we're going to talk about what we're thankful for because you went first the last recording that you fucked up with and we had to start over i'm going to go first such as i am thankful for proper working equipment for recording um i'm happy that my equipment doesn't fail me uh so definitely grateful and thankful for that i'm also thankful for my husband because a lot of the reasons of wearing my life is because of him um he definitely changed me from being a really horrible person that had nowhere that wasn't going anywhere in life to where we are now um i'm thankful that i had the time i had with my labrador before we passed away uh, I had just about 15 years with him, I'm thankful that I have a good, stable job, I'm thankful, you know, I mean, that I, the friends I have, the fun I'm still having, I'm thankful that, you know, I'm still here, despite my suicidal jokes all the time, I'm thankful I'm still here, for the most part, at least, um, but yeah, it, I mean, I can't really, I don't have a really hard, any complaints about where I am currently in life, I'm in a good place, so it's just my own head that messes with me but that. I got
1: a lot. I got a lot going on for me. Yeah, and That's good. So I'm thankful for the strangest sense of deja vu like we've done this. I'm thankful for uh, you know, my little one, uh, you know, my son. I'm very grateful, thankful for him because without him, there's no me, which is kind of the opposite, but I digress. And I'm thankful for my job, of course, that has, has so much faith in me that has put me in a position that allowed me to grow and evolve in this company that has helped given me Castle Walker number two and uh, yeah thankful for Castle Walker I'm thankful for my close-knit group of friends that includes you and also I'm very thankful for everyone that has chosen to listen to the Walker AC experience along with all the other shows and continue to support and continue to download our shows I'm very grateful for that. And of course, most of all, I'm grateful for life. Um, As the older I get, the closer I get to uh, punching my ticket on that bus, if you know what I mean. And so I'm grateful for every single day, as corny as it may sound. So we're reaching out and we're having, you know, influence people to listen to us and to you know, to, to adore our humor, our wit, our sarcasm, and listen to us. And it's the most weirdest thing ever, but I'm truly blessed and truly thankful by that.
0: Wow, you're such a sap.
1: I know. comes with the territory. It's no it problem. really does. So, we were touching base on something before we really get interrupted by your faulty stuff. So, what no, is our... You. <laughs> so what is our topic for today
0: well uh, actually it was your topic we were talking about friendship and stuff
1: <laughs> yes that, i got two topics <laughs> yes i got two topics on deck so my first one is of course you know you are freshly 30 is that correct
0: no i turned 29
1: yeah, you're freshly 30. I am not 30.
0: This is my last year of being in my 20s, but thanks.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you have a very old soul. That's what people say. So before you turn 30, um, at my age of ripe old, sexy age of 46, I tend to reflect more. And my question to you is, what contributions uh, have you felt that you made to the world? And I'll, Oh, zero.
0: Zero. Stopping stop it right there at zero. I don't believe I've made any contributions to the world. Um, I, I'm like one of those side characters in video games and movies that, you know, as the car is driving by, you see someone just standing there like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, that's me. I'm the oh, my God person.
1: <laughs> so, so you don't believe um, with, you know, with your happy marriage to your husband, you don't believe that you really influence something in the world. You know, I mean, you created, you created happiness for yourself, created happiness for him and that resonated in your friends and family. So don't you think that's some kind of contribution?
0: When you talk about contribution to the world, you know, you're having me think it's on a larger scale, you know, um, did I create a popular meme or style? Uh, did I make a fantastic piece of artwork or music? You know, things that like contribute to the world. You're talking about like touching other people's lives. I would think so in a certain way. Um, not like in a big, super impactful way, but just kind of with my personality that I can be, you know, on the funnier side and I can be mature when it needs to be. I can see the uh, different sides of different things. I'm a good worker. Um, I know I've helped a lot of my clients at work. You know those types of things, yeah. But that's more on the smaller scale than what you were initially dishing
1: out. Mm, Okay, so I I guess I should say contributions to the world, and so I mean I I think you have. So what I mean by that is, our show, our show, for example, we started off as a little bitty piece of nothing in this humongous podcast world. Now, granted, I still believe I'm a still a small fish in a large pond, but looking at our stats and where we are in the world i think i think that's our contribution our contribution is our show you know because see this is a part where i'm gonna you know um self-indulge and say you know what our listeners are around the world so i might get a little bit jumbled on my words here because i'm a little bit slappy because i'm so just just uh, elated so take this ride with me folks so ashley we have listeners of course in the u.s now did you know this month alone we have listeners in canada we have some in the uk we have some in mexico we have our classic friends in turkey with the hot air balloons we do appreciate that okay. and also we have listeners in vietnam
0: oh that's new actually the mexico and vietnam one like those were those are two different ones yeah. That was not what today was. But that's cool. You know, hello, my peoples. What's up? Um, you know, uh, we keep putting ourselves out there with our plugs about where you can find us and message us. I'm a little disappointed that no one's trying to message me and hey, I hear you on the podcast. I think your voice is angelic. And I feel like Adrian is just only holding you back from your true potential.
1: Of course, I knew you were going to say that. So I always say... Uh... Ashley can have her own show. I mean, she can record her own show, and I'll just upload, I'll be the producer, and she can talk for an hour about whatever she likes. I know everyone is clamoring for an Ashley Majestic uh, you know, podcast. What do you think? Yeah. No. I knew you are going to say that. So, continuing on <laughs> as being thankful, So and also a more little humble brag before we continue on, um, we definitely made a difference in the world because... We are listeners all over the world, so let's just break it down to America, just hypothetically speaking. 43.59% um, 43, 43. of our listeners are in Florida, uh, 2735 listeners are in Ohio, 769 are in California, we have some in Michigan, we have some in Illinois, we have some in Connecticut, we have some in Alabama, hmm, some in Arizona, North Carolina, Pennsylvania and you know a couple of just unknown smatterings here and there so we have all these listeners from all over america and in other parts of the world i mean i mean that is our spot you know we actually made a difference in the world so i mean does that really change your mind or alter it any No,
0: oh, it's cool uh sometimes i think these listeners do they just happen to find us to put their um elderly parents or grandparents to sleep by listening to some of them old show tunes and we happen to sound boring enough to do that until granddad over there here is actually going on a cussing tirade he's like huh what (laughs) um but i think it's pretty cool uh you know it's we're we're still out there we're still small fish in the big old podcast sea there's a lot of people doing podcasts nowadays but i think i just kind of like to come on here we just talk we just kind of vent we just want to speak our minds and you know we're slowly getting more people to listen and especially from around the world which is good so i feel like as long as we stick to what we like to do stick to ourselves and you know maybe we'll bore people into like okay they actually do suck too or these guys are interesting i'll tell my friend about them
1: i think we're teetering i think we're teetering on the whole they suck and they're okay kind of thing so, I mean, that really makes me happy to know that you know, people still listen. Right? Even if people love us, even don't like us, they still listen. So I, mean, I think we made a really strong contribution you know, to the world, because I mean, it really shows in our numbers. So I, I think that's bragging enough. So we're gonna, we're gonna slide on over to another, more, more deep, meaningful topic. Um, as we get older, we kind of really figure out who our friends are, because when we're teenagers, We had a group of people that we surrounded ourselves with that we called our friends. Now, fast forward all these years later, can you really say that you had the same friends that you've had back in high school or in junior high and stuff like that? And of course, the answer is no. But my mom always told me something I never really believed until I was older. She always told me that, you know, you can count your really true friends on one hand. And thinking about it, I... I kind of actually have, you know, and, and what do you think about that? I mean, you know, you know, is your friend circle huge or is it very small and intimate?
0: So for me, it's very different because in middle school and high school, I was the bullied loner kid. I didn't have exactly any friends. I would have maybe the one or two people that kind of took pity on me that would talk to me on the bus. But when it came to being in school, they wouldn't, you know, they would pretend I didn't exist or the ones that were pretending to be nice until they figured out something that they could use against me and then they used that to continue to bully me so so no i don't have any friends from back then to today for sure i do have a you know one friend that her and i've been friends since we were like four or five years old but we didn't go to school together we were neighbors for a while and we just always stayed friends over the years and we still talk very often um but so her and i are still friends but again going back to middle school high school no and um i guess i really started making friends when i was 18 when i started finally being on my own and kind of doing my own thing but this little phase was known as like my party friends um so when i settled down met my husband moved out of orlando got away from partying all the time a lot of those people disappeared um one of the few people that's that stayed ring my best friend was jeffrey uh, who has been on the Root of All Ashley podcast, but he hasn't guested unguested on this one just yet. Uh, him and I, I have been friends for, I want to say, almost 11 years. Um, but yeah, uh, and then another one, Shauna. Uh You have not met her, but she and I are very close. We don't see and talk to each other as much nowadays simply because of our work schedules. But other than that, everyone else I'm friends with nowadays um, definitely met as I got into my 20s mostly meeting from work uh everyone that was i mean of course people here on the podcast don't know or if you've listened to the birthday specials all the screaming and uh, belligerent shouting and conversations uh pretty much all the people that you heard in that i would consider like that's my prime group of friends adrian the people that you saw here at the house that's included yourself everyone that was in the house is people i consider my friends um with the exception of, like, two other people that weren't there. But so when I think, oh, my group of friends, it was exactly who showed up that night, and I couldn't ask for more.
1: That's a really good thing. For the longest time, I've always tried to have friends for the longest time because I've always had difficulties uh, making friends, of course, you know, junior high, high school, college, even my adult life. So now I really don't rely too much on friends. I really... Take great pride in being by myself, and I'm not too sure if that's a positive or negative thing. It's just that I just never had the need to be around people now. Now, granted, that does not, you know, involve you know yourself or anyone else, because obviously I enjoy your company, or else we'd be doing the show. But the very few people I choose to be around with, they're in my little intimate circle. It's not that I speak to them every day, or maybe even once a week. It's those type of friends that. I can talk to them after six months and pick up right where we left off at. You know, those are the kind of friends that I've had for many, many years. So I consider those more people family than anything because I'm not really in the market to make new friends because I just find it all very passe, very judgmental nowadays. But, you know, that's just me. I have, I have a small core group of friends, you know, that I can hang out with because I guess, Either it's too lazy or I'm too old to go out and, and, and try all over again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that. Uh, ever since I was I was very young, we lost our home due to both of my parents having health issues back then. So it was up until was 14, pretty much from the age of 6 or 7 to 14, it was every 6 to 8 months we were moving. So new schools, new counties. Uh at one point, we went, even went to a different state before coming back to Florida. So it was any friends I made. It was OK, as soon as I have really good friends, good friends, uh, you know, we move it, you know, I lose those friends. I have to start all over. And it sucked then to the point that this kept happening as you're getting older. And the mean kids really start in middle school, not high school, but in middle school. So I just talked about that briefly. That'll be a whole other episode someday in the future. But uh, that's not a therapy session for today. Um, you know, I had, I was very sad for a while. When I first moved from Orlando to uh, where I lived in Brevard County, it was probably about four years before I finally made any friends. I had my work friends, people that, I knew, including yourself, Adrian, but no one that I actually hung out with outside of work. It was really just work and home with my husband and occasionally would see a few of my friends in Orlando. But I would drive out to see these people in Orlando, but they would never come out to see me or meet me halfway. And it slowly started to fizzle that I realized, oh, these are not really friends, among a whole bunch of other reasons. And it was really up until I again I'd say four yeah, about four years of living in the Brevard that, you know, I finally started hanging out with Veronica. And then it, you know, grew from there to where you and know, I started doing a podcast for a brief time and uh, before I went on a very long hiatus. So people have, I like to say, between around the age of 24 and up is where I really started meeting and having some pretty good friends, Uh, with the exception of Jeffrey, who I've known since I was like 19. Um, No, actually 18, I wanna say, yeah, 18. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't, it's so much effort to make new people, new friends nowadays. I, when I moved from Brevard County to where I am now, a year ago, I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm about to lose all these people. They're not going to be my friends anymore. I had to start all over. And it's, it's a very big relief that that's, that wasn't the case that happened. Um, A lot of the people I've been friends with for the last good five years are still my friends to this day. That's the people that were at my party last weekend. And, uh, and then I've become friends with some, with my coworkers but primarily one of my coworkers I would like to say is like a best friend of mine now because we're always hanging out. So that's good. Um, that's, that's a whole other thing is like, I feel like I'm in a good place is I'm I'm my mental health may not be in a good place most of the time, but when I look at things realistically, I am in a good place.
1: And that's a very good place to be. I, for the longest time, I know a whole lot of people won't believe this, but shocker, shocker, I was always people's friend and they were not necessarily mine. What I mean by that is I would reach out to a whole lot of people just on different days. You know, I'll go to work, come home, be bored and reach out to people to hang out with or reach out to people for conversation or just being flirtatious or just something just to get a reaction. I found myself doing it a lot and it was barely reciprocated. So then as time went on and you have that self-aware moment you know, about yourself, you know, I just stopped. And I read a meme online, <clears throat> which, I, which I very, very rarely make those about me, but I read a very meme online and it said, when you stop reaching out to friends, you'll find out who your friends really are. And that was really profound, so I stopped. I stopped reaching out and texting, I stopped reaching out and calling, I stopped reaching out and visiting people, and I just kind of sat back and I just kind of waited to see who would reach out to me. Now, a small smattering did, a very small intimate group of people did, but the rest they did not. And I didn't really ask why. I didn't, you know, wonder why you didn't call me or why you didn't text me. No, none of that stuff. I just had that self-aware moment to realize that they were not my friends. I I was their friend. And it's funny now looking back at it now that I had that healthy balance of, you know, hey, you contact me and we'll speak. Or hey, I'll contact you, and we'll speak. It's never just one-sided. And you know, and those those are really my true friends, and I have five of them, maybe six on a good day. So, but it's my strong personality now that being in my age, which I keep falling back on, that I just enjoy my own company. And as great as it is to have people that I can be around or, or want to be around me, it's not really a necessity. That's not a bad thing. That's neither fish nor fowl. Go figure.
0: Mm-hmm. And I bet you're also grateful and thankful that you're gonna be a grandfather soon.
1: And when that moment happens, I will know deep down inside that Mama Ashley will have a bun in the oven waiting to come out. And it'll probably, you know, be triplets probably because her personality cannot contain itself into one human life it has to spawn off into at least two or three so when you have your oh God, triplets
0: you know, that's very scary to think of because you're probably right
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when that happens i will gleefully drive over to your house and drop off you know disposable diapers or you know booties or very loud toys, stuff like that, and I will chuckle on my way home. So it's no problem. You will have triplets.
0: You will not need to do that, because at that point, I will be able to get access to your credit card information, and I will have done my own shopping.
1: Now, see, it's so funny. We mention stuff like this. We're always about sabotaging and hurting each other. But we're the best of friends, so this, this is what we do. It's a natural thing for us.
0: <sighs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Totally agree with that.
1: I can... Feel that just dripping of sarcasm. Thank you. Thank you so Hello, much for it's that. it's
0: complete sincerity. I swear to these.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, another little thing I want to talk about is something that we talked about off air. And so I'm daring my listeners, which this is really going to scare me to up to a point. You told me that somebody, some people played a game with you. It was mainly to try to disturb you. In a healthy way to disturb you. So tell us a little bit about that one.
0: Oh, God. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) because we've a few episodes a while back, if anyone remembers hearing it, that Adrian casually mentioned that, you know, like, or actually did a little snippet that you were giving me facts to try to disturb me. And I got the inspiration that's, oh, I should do that on my birthday party when a bunch of friends get together. So. You know, and I had the idea in my head up until my party, you weren't there yet, you were running late because you're a horrible human being. So while we are passing time, the friends that were already there, I said, hey, you know, have a fun idea. If you can disturb me, because we all know how whacked up my brain is, if you can actually disturb me, uh, it's not the whole, oh, you know, child labor, and oh, this, that. I'm aware that there are horrible things. I'm aware that there are things that are not good, that they're gross, that they're, it's like, oh, that is just completely awful but in my mind i'm fully aware of how evil this world can be so it's not the whole do i understand that that's a disturbing thing of course it is but you have to get the actual reaction from me of me going huh, huh, oh my god no that's horrible that's what you have to do so i explained this to them and everyone immediately was going on their phones um a lot of it was very PG, like, what would be comp- considered rated R for someone who was very PG for me. My friend that came very close, her name's Beth, she is kind of like me where she looks up the most fucked up things on the internet. Like, actually, I would say she actually goes further than I do. And, but she showed me stuff, and she almost got me a couple times, but I'm like, all right, that's interesting. But I mostly laughed because I was, like, com- I was completely shocked but well, things was like... That is I would just laugh about it. And then she would show other my other friends, and they were all like, oh my god, Ooh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, one is um, a guy sticking, shoving his entire head inside of a girl's asshole. Um, there is one. Wait, okay, hold where... on, hold
1: on. No, 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 hold on. We gotta, no. <sighs> how? How? What, how? Really? Please,
0: yeah yeah no, i watched it it. It. I, it was like a really quick clip but it it was happening
1: you really can't stimulate her in no other way because i mean nothing else would do the trick i mean once your head has entered that little vortex no nothing else will work for her she is not dateable material and which makes me how did how how does that work front back not not not, not getting too descriptive here but uh, which way did he... you want he... me to find the
0: video for no, the show it No,
1: no, I do not want to see the video. Um, oh,
0: I'm going to find it for you at this point. I, I can't find it on the internet myself, but I'll ask Beth to send it to me so I can show you.
1: Now, not without getting too descriptive, did he go into the front door or the back door?
0: He went through the back door. He went on up, up her booty.
1: <sighs> I... Okay, yeah, move, move moving along. Uh, so what other uh, disturbing things did they try to you know, get you to uh, to, you know, to make a face at? I'm
0: just trying to think from memory. There's another one. It's kind of like, it was a very quick, like three second video type of thing. Not a gif, but it was just a very short video. Basically, there's a woman on her back and they pulled something really fast and it came out of her vagina. It was like a latex, um... So it was very sized like it wasn't like an infant and it had the details of it being an infant but it was like a very latex like um you know those little rubber balls or something that you can just kind of squeeze and it's like it has material in it, so it's all feels a little squishy mm-hmm. it looks like that and it looks like it was tied to a very long cord so it's like they shoved that thing up in her and then they just ripped it right back out and <laughs> and I was I was laughing because at first I was like what the fuck was that and I watched it I was like was was that a fake baby and I probably watched it like two or three more times because I was like okay because I'm not a kink shamer I don't kink you, you do as long as it's consensual and nobody gets hurt that's not consensual then you know I'm, I'm fine with it I'm just more of like Man, people were into some weird things. I'm here for. I respect you. You go. You get your thing. Uh, but that one threw me through a loop. That was like, holy crap. Others were like pieces of like art people do online. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of. I, I can't really go into detail without showing, and unfortunately, the listeners they cannot see. when I would even begin to subscribe. But along matters of things such as that, uh, there was one. It's something I've seen on the internet before. It's a girl where her ass opens up wide enough that you can turn it into a bowl of cereal. Like, literally, there's milk, and there's cereal and her booty hole. And a guy's <laughs> eating out of it with a spoon. Uh, yeah. And a couple of the people are like, no, that's not real. And she shows them, and they're like, what the fuck? And meanwhile, I'm just sitting there laughing.
1: Which, which makes me wonder, when do you realize... At a certain point in your life, did you have this innate ability to um, expand yourself to the point where somebody can eat Toastios and uh, 2% low fat milk out of your uh, posterior area? I mean, did you just stumble upon it or did you just sit around bored one night and go, hey, guess what I can do? Um, it just makes me wonder.
0: I think it's a combination of both, really. It goes off of, of course, what people are into. Uh, people that are into, you know, just stretching their rectum as much as they can um they're into they're into all that and so they realize like hey we can do this and i mean obviously i don't do those things
1: um, <laughs> not that you will tell us
0: <laughs> no, oh no i'd be open about that Uh-oh. oh
1: yeah
0: i shy I'm like listen i was saying like at my house that suck my husband's dick in the middle of that party in front of everybody you think i i feel shy about that? No, I just personally, I'm not into the whole. I'm going to shove my ass open so wide that some middle-aged dude can put his head through it. No, thank
1: you. Um. I mean, that. I mean, that'd be a good party trick. I mean, you want attention. It
0: there would be you a go. Very good party trick, but I feel like that would be. It would make the vibe of that party turn real shitty.
1: No pun intended, of course, folks. Rim yeah. shot. So
0: uh, it's So there's just a lot of things that they're showing me in a brief. I mean, it literally stopped when, which it shouldn't have, but it was when you walked in the door. So it was, it was just funny that that's when the game stopped, like unintentionally stopped because it wasn't really official. And then by the end of the night, they were asking, oh, who won? Who did this? I was like, oh, we were still doing that? Because no one really won. Well, who came closest? Beth was the closest, but I still wasn't d- disturbed by any means because this is Beth. I've been friends with her for a few years. This is like, a regular day of hanging out with her, honestly. And she's like, yeah, damn, that is that is on me. So yeah. she's just as horrible as I am when it comes to internet search histories. And they're like, well, what was going to be the prize? And I said, oh, it wasn't going to be... It was a prize, but it wasn't going to be anything. It was simply a piece of paper that I wrote on there saying braggy rights.
1: <laughs> of course, this is a great study of, like, the human mind and, and, and it's a whole great psychology thing, you know, just to wonder... You want to sit down with some of these people sometimes, not really touch them, but sit down with them and go, what were you thinking? You just sat around Mm -hmm. one day and you just decided, see how far the human body can stretch. Okay, well, it goes that wide. Okay, let's even go a bit further. Hey, Bob, come on over here for a second. I want to try something. You know, just, you know, like, don't think less of me, but I want your head up my arse and uh, let's see if it fits. You know what?
0: So there's going to be a video that I want to show you when we're done recording. It's basically, have you heard the show called Brooklyn Nine-Nine?
1: Of course, I love that show.
0: Okay, so I forgot her name, but she's she was like the secretary. That's like very crazy, very weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I, so she, yeah, she, she's a comedian. So in the episode, because of how
0: her brain works, they were at a party, and there's a whole bunch of psychiatrists, therapists, you know, people who have studied the brain and personalities, behavior, all that stuff. And they're like, I know how to distract these people so with oh, her name is gina so the character in the show is named gina so i would like to say that my personality is very similar to hers in a way just now as diva and so they just put her right there just have her start talking it's like a normal conversation and she just and they're all just like watching and writing notes and they're like this is just so fascinating because of just how she thinks about things and i feel like if you put me in a room with someone like that it would be the same way
1: uh, yeah, the therapist would literally jump out the window after speaking with you about 15 minutes and going into your browser history. Yeah, you
0: know, they'd make me a case study and they'd get rich off of it.
1: Probably, you know, just you know, like your basic circus you know, sideshow. Now, my one final question, which kind of spawns off into the disturbing things that they try to, you know, gross you out with, is just, it just makes me wonder about people sometimes. You, you, don't you ever wonder... You know, at for example, your line of work, don't you ever wonder when people come in and they speak to you in a particular way and you're like, Really? What's your education level? And how can you not know, you know, not to do this, you know, with your money or not to do this particular thing because you know it's not going to be good? And going back to my job. And people ask me particular questions or do certain things, and you wonder, you know, how can you breathe? How do you remember to breathe, more or less, how to function on a daily life? Do you ever, do you ever have those self-discovery moments where you look at the, hum, the human being that you're interacting with, and you just and you just kind of just wonder, and steam is coming every out of your ears? Every
0: single day, every day. That's what part of being customer service is, is that every single day you feel like that by at least no, no less than at least five people, minimum. I couldn't tell you how many times I'll sit there in my mind thinking, how the fucker do you have a driver's license? How do you have a functioning job? I think about that all the time. There, so I mean, I'm not going to go into like work things because that that can take days of recording of instances. So, on Friday, I took my dogs to a kennel. So while I went on my birthday trip over the weekend, and there's these two girls that work there. They're very sweet. They're but and the nicest way I can put this they're airheads they they really were um but they're very nice so it's just I couldn't be mad at them or anything you know she's all you poor sweet thing so this other girl she's younger I can kind of tell that she comes from like for at least my guesstimate she comes from a very secluded life um not really being knowledgeable and shown the world much so she finally is in her first job really outside so she's brand new to everything so but her she the knowledge is not there well anyway uh while i'm waiting for this the other person to take my dogs to the back to make sure like to finish up the paperwork the first thing i do is you know i start filling out an extra paper then i realized oh i didn't need to fill this out after all i already did it already so i gave it to the girls like hey would you mind putting this in the trash for me please i end up not needing to fill it out she looks at it and then she opens it to the next page and she's like oh this is what this form is i said Yes, I understand that, I've already done it. I started filling this out by accident. I don't I don't need to fill it out anymore. She proceeds to do it again. It pretty much took me four times to fully explain to her, I just want you to pe- put those two pieces of paper that are stapled together in the trash can right next to you. That's all I need you to do. Um, The next part is there's you know, a pit bull that got dropped off um, and he's chilling behind the counter with her. He stands up and he's got pretty large Cajones, you know, um, man things, balls, testicles, you know. Test eye. They're, they're, they're really, they're test eye. There we go. They're really hard not, not to, you know, notice. And my friend Brandon makes the joke of this, Oh, you know, he's going to have a tough time if he ever wants to sit to make a joke about it. And the girl, she kind of, like, does a little laugh, like she understands. Then she looks down at him. Exactly what we're looking at. And this poor girl, she says, yeah, I don't know if he's neutered or not. I guess I have to check his paperwork. And I just, him and I just shared a quick look and I did everything within my power not to laugh at her because it's just, it would feel horrible to make fun of her because again, she seems very, very sweet and where she is, it's not the whole, the people I have no problem making fun of are people that are egotistic think they know everything and they're assholes or they're Karens, but really they're stupid. Uh, Those people I don't care, but someone that's clearly very innocent that just doesn't know any better or was never taught, that's a whole different thing for me. So I can think, okay, that's funny or how do you not know this, but I don't think of it in a condescending way or in a mean way.
1: Well, I mean, I just try to just smile and wave. I just smile and wave, boys. Because at this particular point in my life I just try to walk away because I know I'm going to do something called word vomit and that's from Mean Girls odd that I'm shilling that particular movie um yeah something called word vomit you, some, somebody does really something idiotic and you just you can't hold it in you have to say something and granted I'm not the smartest peanut in a turd but there's certain common sense things that are either required to live a healthy day-to-day life and I figure most people don't need them. I mean, you know, that's why the plan is kind of weeding out some of the uh, you know, the more special ones. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong.
0: I mean, yeah. Um. So, for it, it kind of goes forward into. I hate making fun of people. I'm all for comedy. You know, uh, I think every either everything's funny or nothing is funny. But I think it's more of like the context of it. You know, pun intended with our show. It's. I don't like when people make fun of someone that's disabled in any kind of way. Uh, it's all for, if it, I guess it's like, there's the comedy way where someone's open to the joke, um, but it's more of a definitely condescending way, thoroughly like mocking how someone's walking uh, because it's a disability with their legs or it's the way that they talk. Um, I grew up having a speech impediment and I was made fun of that a lot. I was made fun of just by being tall uh among other things so whether someone's too skinny too big to what so basically when it comes to someone's physical appearance to disabilities i just don't like that but i don't sit and cry on the internet and go to twitter and go up in arms i just simply choose to hey this person's making fun of somebody that has um bowed like uh i'm just not going to watch them anymore because that's what they're doing i just don't like it that's the type person I am. I don't need to scream from the mount- from the mountaintops like this is wrong, and I just have my own taste, and that's where I go. Um, I so because I mean I grew up from being the bullied kid, both in my home and in school uh, for most of my life. So having a confidence was very hard to gain, even to this day. I have confidence, but to a certain extent. So it, again, it goes just goes back to you know it's understanding that people are just fucking stupid, but the karens it's the ones that are assholes and that act like that they know everything better than you that come to your job a job that you've been working at for at least five years that they have zero experience on and they're like i know your job better than you do like yeah i'm fucking sure (laughs) you have been a school (laughs) bus driver for like the last 20 years zero experience in finances but you know way better than me Um, i'm sure life experience of course but the job itself yeah, you know so much more than I do. You know exactly what to You could sit in my chair and you can do everything that I do, but better with no training whatsoever.
1: <laughs> you know, so I'll say, uh, No, Becky, you can't do my job. So let me do my job, go away, have a seat, play with these toys for a while. I'm very proud of you. <sighs> I see a conversation like this will definitely take forever because we all, we all know a, a perfect scenario where you just stare at somebody really weird and. You know, of course, I wonder how did they give birth, where were they hatched, and can they go back? I think that's pretty much a universal topic. So as we wind down, anything else on your mind before we do something special, before we talk about something special?
0: Yeah, go, go for it.
1: All right, folks, I think it is that time because this has been a very trying week for all of us. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Then after that, we have Christmas. Then after that, New Year's. We hit reset and we do this all over again. So we understand that people out there, you know, getting a little bit stressed because the holidays are coming and you have so much to do for friends and family and loved ones and even and even to yourself. I think it's time that we sit down, we gather the kids by the fireplace Grandpa gets his glasses on, sits in his rocking chair, and he plays a game. He plays a special game that brings everyone together. This game brings nations together. I mean, we, we have the cure for peace here. And I think that oh you God. and I can, can definitely make this work. And we're going to share this with the world. We're going to play Pick the Porn. I mean, no hype, no pizzazz, no bells and whistles in the background. The clown has to go home, so we're not going to use you today. Um, the game has picked the porn, so for those of you who are uninitiated, which you should be by now, we're going to give three titles, and you have to pick which one is the fake porn. Now, for those for Ashley's birthday, it was a great turnout. Everybody had a great time, well, for the most part. So now we're back to one-on-one. Ashley, are you ready to play? Let's this. All right. So, round one... Number one, The Bear Boob Project. Number two, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the G Spot. Number three, A Cockwork Orange. Which one is a fake porn?
0: It it has to be number three. I'm pretty sure you're going to tell me you are incorrect, but I'm going to
1: go with number three. (laughs) All right. You are incorrect. A cockwork oh my orange.
0: Surprise! I <laughs> am bamboozled.
1: <laughs> the fake porn is the Bear Boo project. Of course. Round two, double points here. Number one, twin cheeks. Number two, village of the ram. Number three, everyone loves Raymond's ramrod. Which one is the fake porn? I'm
0: gonna go with number
1: two. Village of the ram. You are incorrect. That is a real porn. The fake. Which one was the fake one? <laughs> the fake one is everyone loves Raymond's Rod, Ramrod. And finally, round three. Come on, you got to win. Run one round at least. I know it's been kind of tough. Number one, Dawson's Crack. Number two, Missionary Impossible. Number three, Napoleon's. Dynamic cock. Which one is the fake porn? Five seconds on the clock.
0: Let's go over number three.
1: Number three, Napoleon's Dynamic Cock is the fake porn. Congratulations. One out of three isn't bad.
0: Oh, good, because I was about ready to punch one of my computer monitors. I really, I'm working the wrong career. I really should switch to being a writer uh, and a director in the porn industry, because, or especially a writer, because people are not knowing what they're doing with these titles. They don't know. They're, I, oh Man, I really, I really need to do some writing and submit it to these companies. I feel like it be truly works where My talents are wasted.
1: Well, if you really think about it, I mean, the titles are pretty lazy. I mean, you know, I mean, take Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And you juxtaposition the name, you know, you know, snow blow and the seven ass cracks or something. Just really something corny, you know, because the title is what gets the attention, and the more cornier, more cornier it is, the better the movie is going to be. I mean, granted, the acting is horrible, and you, we, already, we already know the ending, but just the name that catches you. As she thinks about more porn names as we get quiet for a second. Ah, uh,
0: listen, I'm just, I'm just still thinking about this like i i love playing big porn but i'm still am mad about it because when you tell me oh you're incorrect i'm like my ass my ass <laughs> all right like it no i get very mad about this game because it makes one go to the internet to prove you are wrong and then someone's like oh it's a movie that's a film that's a clip it is a video on the internet with two people or more doing it that's a porn it doesn't matter if it's a, film, it's a video it's a clip it could be a fucking gift for I give a shit, it's out there, and it moves more than what a standard picture would do. So that's what it counts. So when we were doing the game on my party, and you guys were like, oh no, that's a film. That's not a movie. That's a bit," I'm like, I was going to murder somebody. I wanted to murder you. I wanted to murder most of the people at that party because of that shit.
1: But you were winning you were winning we did
0: win win. but there was a part that i was not going to win over those simple technicalities and i was like all right tonight people are gonna die this is night adrian dies
1: (laughs) you're gonna murder me over pick the porn yep you do realize now the new year's party we're gonna play a humongous round of pick the porn and yes and you're gonna have a good time you are gonna have a good time now, well,
0: for your sake, you better hope so, because, you know, you might not live to see that ball drop.
1: <sighs> Giggity. So, actually, I have to ask, before we wrap everything up here, we're going to go back just a little bit here. Now, for those, for those of you who did not listen to the Ashley Birthday Bash, as we're going around the table, she had her group, everybody had their group, and every time Ashley and her group won the round, they did a certain pose, would you be so kind to explain that particular pose you did?
0: Okay, because it's kind of hard. The pose that you do, it's like the strongman pose where, you know, you're getting your fists and your elbows are out, and you're kind of like putting your fists underneath your chest. You're like, huh. Oh, you know, like you're flexing. That's kind of the pose that we were doing. If that Again, if that makes sense. So my friend Emily and I, we were on our own team. So we came up with, every time we won, this is what we did, her and I would do a double high five, and then we go... Uh, and then we'd follow up with yeah brother
1: (laughs) the reason why i'm asking is because i had a few listeners email me asking me what that noise was every time you got the answer right because all they all they would hear is a grunt and a roar and that's it so i had to have you explain what that is so it was it was very entertaining and also victory scream. Now, I know what that is because I'm a father. So please explain what the victory scream was.
0: Without really to further explain it, it's if you're watch, if you familiar with SpongeBob whatsoever, if you're not, again, listening to the wrong podcast, what are you doing here? Go watch SpongeBob. Um, just simply look on YouTube or anywhere, just type in SpongeBob Victory Screech, and you just see it. It's just a little, you know, it, it's just a, a victory screech, and you make this really weird noise. So that's what we did. It was pretty much all of us girls at the party that was doing, because we're all educated human beings that have seen Spongebob and know that reference. So everyone was like, Victory Screech! And goes, oh! <laughs> so all you do is just type in Spongebob Victory Screech on YouTube, and I'm sure you'll find the video.
1: And, of course, a small aside. We became friends due to our love of Spongebob. I watched Spongebob with my son ever since he can remember I still watch Spongebob, except the new stuff. The new stuff really sucks. But the classic yeah, Spongebob stuff, you and I bonded over it. And now we're in, in our adult phase, and we still quote Spongebob. So that is amazing, just in general. And also for your birthday, um, I sent you a little meme of Squigward staring angrily at you saying happy birthday. So I hope yes. you got that.
0: I did. I saw that. I was like, nice. Very good. I'm just not thinking about this, that I haven't gotten back to hardly any of my happy birthday messages because on my actual birthday, I was getting white girl wasted in um, Savannah, Georgia, with uh, my friends and my husband. So I was trying not to be on my phone because I knew we were going to be out all day and I was just carrying my wallet on my phone. I didn't want to carry a backup charge or anything. So social media I was trying to stay off of and, uh, of course, got drunk. Then, sent, then Sunday was driving back and then yesterday, Monday, being just lazy days and i completely forgot because i'm a horrible human being when it comes to communication adrian can back me up on here um so yeah i just now thinking about i need to reply to all these birthday messages and because i realize i have to do all this i really don't want to now
1: and you're not going to you know hence most of my messages you know they definitely go unchecked oh, sorry
0: well it'll be mostly like heart emojis that simply say, oh it's gonna be the copy and paste thank you and thank you and thank you <laughs>
1: I do the exact same thing. I just give a thumbs up, you know, to let people know I acknowledge you and what you wrote. I appreciate it. Moving on, kind of thing. So, where can people find Ashley Majestic?
0: You can find me on the Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady, and everyone else. You, any other social media pl- platforms are either private or I'm not active on them, or they're not me. So again, feel free to send me a message. My account is. Sent- listed as private for, for, you know, personal reasons, but feel free to send me a message, send me a friend request, uh, the end of the message say, you know, you're a listener from the podcast and more than down to, you know, take questions, you know, if you want an autograph, we'll work out prices, you know, see, see what we can do here. And you're, I'm always open for negotiations.
1: You're going to charge for an autograph.
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, like I got to hustle a little bit. But just think of this way. Think of the value. I might charge you for an autograph, but the day comes that this podcast just gets big, you will make so much more on my autograph. It's gonna be original. It's like Ashley signed a Taco Bell napkin for me. I'm pretty sure there's like a couple drops of her Baja Blast that she drank from (laughs) on this napkin. Priceless.
1: You know, good point. I really can't argue with that. And, of course, you can find us on 20 different platforms, soon to be 21, knock on wood, at walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. Type into your iHeartRadio, to your Amazon, to your Pandora. Type in the Walker AC Experience. You'll see us right there. Subscribe to us. Give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. That, you know, once again, that works with the algorithm to always recommend our show. We do appreciate you taking the time every Tuesday to listen to us, our mindless dribble to make you laugh, to make you ponder life, to make you sad, to make you angry, then pretty much make you laugh again. This is what we do here at the Out of Context Podcast. And before we go, any last final words for everyone out there?
0: Well, well, I guess... I think we can all agree, people that work Monday through Fridays, you know, that wish their weekends can be a little bit longer, that Sundays are always a little sad. But the day before is a Saturday.
1: Okay, well. <laughs> Good night.